Hello and welcome to Comp. Been gone for not too long this time. A lot has happened today. Some of it this week, but a lot today. It's a big day. We got a lot of big uh, stories. A lot of big uh, tributes to do. Uh, I guess we'll lead off with uh, a death. We'll, 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 this, this podcast will be born with a death. Is that poetic? A man who served something. I don't know if it was his country or not, but he served uh, a force, if you will. A force for good? No. Probably. No. I mean, I, even if you don't buy into... I mean, I, who, who's, got a, who's got that? Who's got that angle that, like, this guy... This guy was a real... He's a real maverick, but you know he he got the job done, buttoned and closed, and the like old Dwight Eisenhower just got just went over, sealed the deal, bing bang boom. I like Ike. I mean, who knows what I, you know that guy was about? But I don't think anyone is uh, saying that about Donald Rumsfeld, infamous character in the Rogues Gallery of. Uh, whatever you want to call it, the deep state, the knuckleheads, the uh, the guys who kill children, perhaps. I don't know. Um, in another, man, another life, he could have been an ice cream man roaming around uh, the streets of, where is he from, Wisconsin? Poughkeepsie? Who knows where down, the, the, the ninth the circle of, is it a circle of hell? I don't know. But Rumsfeld's dead, uh, 88 years old. Uh, this is a man. If you're not familiar with him, uh, that's crazy. But he was one of the architects of the post-9-11 response to the uh, totally real attacks. Uh, he was uh, the defense secretary of the George W. Bush, amongst other things before that. He was, um, I think he was, his buddies were, were, you know, what's his name? Who's the VP? Cheney. The, the other robot heart boy. They were, you know, he was his protege. or I think Cheney was his protege. Cheney's like 200 years old, but somehow he served under Donald Rumsfeld. And he brought his master back, Cheney did, into the uh, George W. Bush administration to, uh, at first, I remember, I, I was a, that was one of the first administrations I was aware for. Like when Clinton got in, I was young. I remember when, like, you know, I was paying attention when Rumsfeld took the mantle. Uh, and he was talking a lot about we need to get lighter with the troops. We need a light, a light infantry. For, like, he watched too much G.I. Joe. Where's the, why in the war? These guys don't have that many tanks. They got to give them some body or give, give them some Batman armor. We want our troops to be Batman roaming around the Middle East or wherever, but the Middle East, we know, we knew what was up. And uh, we want him to just come and go. His whole idea, he didn't like the idea of, like, going somewhere, fighting a war, and then, like, doing anything afterwards, which is ironic. But the whole idea was to have a light infantry force that would just, you know, basically be like the Mission Impossible guys. You come in, you overthrow... uh, I mean, there were literally guys in the build-up to the Iraq War. I don't know if you remember this. Maybe younger than me or... you were too busy smoking DMT with my mom. I don't know. Uh, I don't think she does, but, you know, I wouldn't be a grudger. It'd be real, real awkward to find out one of you or my stepdad 
That's why. Anyway, uh, people are literally going like, you know, it's not like Mission Impossible, right? Like guys in the news were saying like, this isn't Mission. You don't just go over there and like put a mask on and overthrow. Like there's gonna be carnage. There's gonna be like people like fighting back. Like even if you win the war, and like no one's gonna want you there. But that that's the thing. Did he lose the war? No. Did he lose the after the war? Not really, because that's not what these people are doing. Okay. You got to remember, guys like Donald Rumsfeld tell you they want a G.I. Joe force. They want a, uh, you know, a super, a supranational. Is that the right word? Supranational? Extranational force that just kind of comes in, parachutes in like Black Hawk down, but doesn't get their helicopter. I mean, have we ever done a mission where the helicopter didn't crash? I'm just asking. I mean, I, 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 I have nothing on a helicopter pilot. I would not, I'm not begrudging them. I'm not, you know, uh, saying these guys aren't here. Like, these guys, those guys are dope. I would fucking, I don't care what the mission, I'm down with helicopter. I want to meet a helicopter pilot, hang out with them, you know, nuzzle with them if they want, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm not, it's not a sexual thing. I'm just, but like, I, I want to be there for a helicopter pilot. That being said, you know, a lot of these things, they seem to crash a lot. I don't know. Um, so the point is, so... You know, he's talking about that before 9-11. And then uh, all of a sudden, he has a war to try it out on. Because 9-11 happens. Um, and regardless of where you stand on the whole, was it, you know, allowed to happen? Was it uh, an operation planned by certain forces who may not have been al-Qaeda? I don't know. But uh, it's still odd, no matter what you... The morning of 9-11, by all accounts, Donald Rumsfeld could not be found in the Piak, the bunker, because he was toiling on the, on the Pentagon lawn, trying to put out the fire and save people, trying to lead. I mean, that must have been awkward, to say the least, because you're like, I don't know, a general or like a military aide, whoever works for Rumsfeld, whoever the guys are whose job it is to like, Hey, we got we, the Pentagon's getting attacked. We're the because they have to have like it's a military thing. They have to have their own forces that like respond, right? Their own military fire department, and you know they like they have, at least some of them do. He's like traipsing around the white the fucking lawn. And we got guys. We gotta put this fire out. We gotta save these people. Like, sir, what do you? We, come on, who are you kidding? We're not dumb. Like, we know what this is. Go to the bunker. No, I this I didn't plan that. I didn't plan nothing. We gotta put this fire out. All right, you want help? He's just, he's just fucking picking up pieces of like fake plane, perhaps. Maybe it's a real plane. It's speculation in a lot of ways. I just think it's fucking awkward, an awkward uh, moment for some of the people. You know, like if you're the fifth, if you're like the fifty-sixth guy in the nine eleven conspiracy, you know, and you go, "What are you doing, sir?" This is not. This is not going to track. This is not going to play. What do you think? This is going. This is going. This is going to end up on a YouTube documentary. They didn't even have YouTube. Well, not yet. But they knew. They knew it'd be something. This will show up on something. What was it? Uh, e bombs world. This is going to show up on E bombs world. Remember that the old uh, video site. This is going to show up on HomestarRunner.com. You traipsing around the Pentagon lawn, trying to put out a fire. Like, I mean, at the very least, like, if it, uh, given the biggest benefit of that, don't you need to, like, respond? What? I mean, this is the most 
cynical operator next to Dick Cheney. And just a real reptilian kind of guy, real mercenary mind. You know, I mean, there was literally a, a memo I was reading today reminded me of this. I've heard this before. It was a memo about the torture stuff, which, you know, Abu Ghraib went out, which he, you know, oversaw. There's a, there's a memo he wrote in the margins of one of these reports about how the soldier, uh, the, the, the prisoners, the detainees, were being made to hel- uh, stand for four hours at a time. And he, he writes in the margin, I stand for eight, hour, eight to ten hours a day. Why are we living in four hours? Which, I mean, I don't think Donald Trump, I, mean, I think they make you stand in like a weird position, right? I mean, regardless, it's just that that's the kind of guy where this is, this is the guy who supposedly rushed out to the White House lawn, but for the Pentagon lawn, after an attack and started trying to put out a fire. I don't know. I mean, that tracks to you. I don't know what to tell you. But that's, I admire it. It's a lot of chutzpah. It's a lot of showmanship. I mean, Dick Cheney wasn't doing that. Dick Cheney wasn't a showman. Rumsfeld was a showman. Rumsfeld was like a weird, like, dirty magician. Who'd like, he had that whole speech when they were asking about, like, hey, I think, I don't know what they were asking him in the first place. It's probably like, hey, so how many kids got killed by uh, our attacks today, Mr. Rumsfeld, at one of these, you know, wartime briefings. And he starts going off in that famous speech of, uh, well, look, I mean, you have just four different ways. Just, just, you, got, you got known knowns. You got known unknowns. You got unknown knowns. You got unknown unknowns. And like, wait, wait, wait. How, many, how many kids were, were shot in the face today? See, the things you know that you know, that's one thing. And then you got the things that you, you know you don't know. No, sir, how many, how many bullets went into the throats of little kids out of guns that were American? And you got the unknown knowns, the things you don't know you know. Well, that, that doesn't even make sense, but whatever. And then you got the unknown unknown. Like, it's just a masterful, you know, I mean, how many paralyzed What's an unknown, unknown, unknown? That's how, 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 how much Donald Rumsfeld gives a shit if he paralyzes a child. That's an unknown, unknown. He doesn't know he doesn't know that, but he doesn't know it because he doesn't care. But this is a guy who's out on 9-11 trying to put out a fire with his firefighting buddies. Was he part of like the volunteer uh, Pentagon fire department? Were they like, were they, they, was it like one of those volunteer fire departments like on Long Island where like they have a little race team with a race engine? Was on Sundays, did Donald Rumsfeld go out with the Pentagon Fire Department and compete with like the White House Fire Department and like have a little racing, like fire engines that like weren't, I mean, they were in the budget. They got them written into the budget, but like why are the taxpayers paying for these, you know, firemen to race engines? Man, I'm not trying to be a rat. You know, it's fine. It's it's for morale. So is that was that part of it? I can't let my firefighting boys down. I don't care. Just shoot a missile somewhere. I gotta help these boys. So I mean, you know, you can you you can. I mean, there was a Errol Morris documentary. What was it called? I forget. Let's see, Errol Morris. Because famously, Errol Morris, who made he's a great documentarian, made the Thin Blue Line, and. Uh, he made a lot of great movies. He made, what else did he make? Tons of stuff. But he made a movie called The Fog of War uh, with Robert McNamara, who's also a uh, defense secretary under Kennedy and then, uh, I guess, Johnson. Errol Morris. 
and he made this uh, the McNamara film. Like won an Academy Award for documentaries because it was like you know McNamara was a guy who you know kind of similar to Rumsfeld it seems like came from like you know a business background. He worked. He was a was a CEO of IBM. He might have been CEO of IBM or high up guy in IBM. And uh, they brought him into the Kennedy administration to wage war on Vietnam. They needed to bring the computer power of Big Blue to fight, uh, to to bring terror in the jungles of Vietnam, to fight communism. And uh, famously, it's like, it's almost like a, like an axiom or a thing. It's it's, it's not even like that debatable. I mean, you could, you look, you read Foreign foreign Affairs magazine, you know, the CFR thing, which I used to read, and they'll tell you like, we didn't lose Vietnam. It's literally in this mag, like my brother used to get it. I would read it. It was like, you know, it, it comes out quarterly. It's just, you know, Council on Foreign Relations. We, we all know what that is, right? The whole globalist, whatever, started by David Rockefeller. And they're all, you know, everyone who's involved in the national security apparatus is part of it. And they have a, they have a you know, think, foreign relations every, every quarter. And they have the articles in there about how, like, we didn't actually lose Vietnam. It was a huge success. I'm like, really? I mean, am I being lied to? Or is this just, you know, it? Some, I mean, sometimes it seems to be the angle of, like, we were trying to get cadmium or uh, what's another weird mineral they would get. We were trying to get lithium. I mean, lithium was this, the future war, the, the Afghanistan war. Oil. We were trying to get oil. We weren't trying to fight the Vietnamese. It's that kind of. And so whatever. Point is, uh, the documentary was great. And because, you know, McNamara kind of looked back and went, yeah, I, look, I thought I could kind of whiz kid, you know, game theory my way through Vietnam. And he lost a lot of lives, cost a lot of people their lives. It was tragic. And then he started crying, would cry at certain points. And it was uh, moving and touching. And the guy who was like, it's hubris. It's, an exa- it's a, a portrayal of hubris uh, finding its folly. That's nice. I should, I should, I should be a critic. Uh, but then you have, uh, then a few years later, he makes the same, de- same guy, Earl Morris, makes a similar documentary with Donald Rumsfeld. And it couldn't be further from the goddamn thing. It, it, it's called the mo. Yeah, it's called the unknown known. Playing by that speech I just gave you, the known unknown. And uh, the whole gimmick was that same idea. Let's look back at the Iraq War. And I, you, you couldn't. It's, it's like remember in Blade Runner when you had the Voight Kampf test. It's like when they they put that thing in your eye, and it's like, yeah, tell me about the memories you got your, of your mother. And they try to see if you're a robot or not. But how much you? Pupils dilate or some shit. He would have passed out with flying colors. This guy don't fucking react. This guy was was motor oil in the in the in the veins, uh, chugging along. There was no revelations. He was like, "No, nah, we were right. We were right. This is not that. Maybe I don't. Remember. I've been watching it in years. I remember watching it going. This guy don't fucking. You know, he's just just nothing to get. You know, McNamara was a bitch compared to Rumsfeld. I mean, probably a better man, but you know, you, you can't. Rumsfeld's not getting played by Errol Morris, right? This guy is a guy who, uh, you know, he's a mercenary. He's a firefighter. So we've lost him at 88. 88 years old. He oversaw the torture. Uh, he oversaw, uh, he, apparently he tried to quit twice during the torture. Thing. He's a, I tried to resign twice, and, and President Bush wanted to keep me on. And Bush wasn't an idiot. No, he had jumping ship. As soon as the torture comes out, Rumsfeld's, I mean, yeah, Rumsfeld's savvy, but they ended up firing him, I think, in the midterms or whatever. I don't know. But uh, he was a, I was going to say a good guy, but he was a, a figure, someone to look back on. 
uh, another equally large looming presence. You wonder almost if there's a connection here. This one's an artist. A comedian, if you will. I guess just a comedian. Um, Controversial figure, beloved by many for years. America's dad, they called him. They also called him the rapist. Oh, look at that rapist. Look at that big rapist raping everyone, rapes all the women, raped 100 women, 50 women, whatever it was. I, I guess I have to switch it to a le- How much, in hindsight now, do people have to switch things to allegedly? Is this a problem for people? Because people have been running wild for years now talking about Bill Cosby and rapes. And now are you are they going to go scouring YouTube and try and 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 filing your own charges against all the people you know who uh, is that allowed? Do you have to do you have to put you know uh, allegedly back onto it because Bill Cosby has been let out of prison, uh, some kind of appellate court. I don't know if it was the Supreme Court of the United States. Probably not. It was some kind of appellate court. Apparently, so he had this. Uh, trial right because he was accused of raping like 500 women was it 50 somewhere between 50 and 500 women but i think the trial was only for one woman and uh i think she wanted to sue him this is my this is what i'm trying to gather together the woman wanted to sue bill cosby and so the da's office made a deal with him that he couldn't be charged with a crime this is years ago, apparently, years before the, you know, trial, uh, so that he could, you know, then he then he could, then he would be able to be deposed and be sued. See, I don't know what the gimmick is because apparently, apparently, you don't, you you can only avoid. Uh, oh, okay, so you can't avoid. I remember it now. You can't avoid um, testifying unless it's for a criminal charge. So I guess if a DA says, "Well, we're not going to charge you." then the court, the civil court can compel you to testify and you can't say, well, I don't want to incriminate myself. Well, no, we've taken care of that. We've wiped out the rape cases. We're not going to charge you with rape. Why would we do that? You're America's dad, the gentleman. That's what the, the judge said. The judge said, look, Bill Cosby, you've been accused of many, many rapes and I don't care because I love the Cosby show. I love Ghost Dad. I'm a big, I'm a big Ghost Dad boy. Um, that scene in Ghost Dad where you um, drugged a bunch of uh, women ghosts and then you, you, just, you know, you raped them. That's why I became a judge. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't like to admit that in public just because I try, I try to be a tough judge, you know, Whether the law, that kind of thing. Throw the book at you, you know. But, you know, when I saw Ghost Dad and I saw you raping those women, I cried. I said, I got this. This is such a beautiful movie. The ghosts raping the other ghosts. I got to be a judge. I don't know the connection. I don't know why he thought I got to be a judge. That's what he did. And uh, so apparently, this judge, uh, I mean, because, you know, any thing's got to be approved by a judge. I mean, any crackpot DA can, like, you know, say, hey, we're going to let you rape kids. And the judge will be like, Hold on a second, hopefully, and then in reality, maybe not. But you would hope the judge would, you know, they have the power to say, "Hold on, I understand." It's my understanding that the DA is allowed is, is offered to allow this man before me to 
rape children um, with impunity. Uh, but I say no because I'm a judge. That's the power of a judge. That's why, that's why you have judges for things like that. So DAs can't just say, go rape a kid. Like, they can't. They can't because like, the judge will be like, maybe let's rethink this. At least put a time limit on this deal. Don't just give this guy a fucking, you know, a license to kidnap children. You know, give him a certain number. If he's going to get you into the golf club, I get it. But, you know, maybe give him like a, like a sandwich club card. So, you know, you get this many. That's what my point is, you know, this, this, the judge has to, like, you know, approve these things. And apparently it was approved. So uh, he was given um, a license to perform sexual acts however he saw fit. Um, he was, you know, give, probably given the title of Professor Emeritus of the United States, something along those lines. The, the judge cried at his feet, washed his feet like Jesus and the apostles, and said, you know, go with God. Um, you might have to pay this woman off. But that's the price you pay for being the great, the great man. And, uh, and who would have known that would come back to bite him? The, the, the DA's office. Who would have known? You know, I guess they thought they heard. It was like that scene. I don't want to ruin it. Actually, it's going to ruin the show, which has been on for years. Doesn't matter. We'll move on. That's how much I'm not a spoiler. I don't spoil things. All right. I don't spoil things that are 15 years old. Some yahoos out there will be like, "Look, remember the Sopranos ending?" This no, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm, I care too much about my fans, so that doesn't matter. Point is. Uh, I guess they heard him testifying in the civil court, describing all the ways he raped his wife. Again, am I going to be in trouble for, like, am I on hot water now because I'm, I'm saying, like, he described himself raping people? Or that, I would say, allegedly. I don't know. This is a very tricky thing. This is a very tricky... Hold on a second. Very dicey, you know... Dicey realm for podcast. You know, there's going to be a mountain of lawsuits. Bill Cosby's going to come back and be like, you motherfuckers thought that I was out. I was in prison. Usually I was going to die of COVID in prison like some bitch. And I would never rape again. But, but, look at me now. Now you have egg on your face. Who's the great man now? And it's that judge is probably the like guy over his house. Just, you know, giving them back rubs. Um, but, yeah, I guess it's the other DA. I mean, I think it's a different DA. The DA, they, elect, they elected the DA who doesn't like rape um, in Pennsylvania, which was a big, that was his campaign. He's like, I, like I'm not going to do much. I'm not going to solve crime. I'm not going to make it safer for your kids to play at the playground. I'm not going to make it safer for your grandma uh, to buy fruit at the fruit store. I'll tell you this, if someone gets raped and there's, you know, mountains of evidence and there's a victims coming forward and there is just, you know, and there is a a tremendous amount of public will. I, to to convict this guy, here's here's what I do. I won't give him a license to rape. And that's what he won, I guess. He won on that. And therefore he comes in. And goes, I heard these things. He looked at he, the, the, the testimony. Was he at the civil case? Because apparently it, was, it came to light in the civil case, these information. So he's in the back 
He's in the back, just you know, eating, eating popcorn, listening to Bill Cosby describe what happened with the drugs and the women, and he's just going, "Oh my God, what do, what, what do we do?" I I, I campaign on not letting this happen. I'm not letting rapes be legal. Oh, I got I got to charge this guy. And they told him, "We got to deal with this guy." Like, hey, what are they gonna, you know, we'll just do it. And then, what do you mean? We're a lawyer. You can't just do. It. We'll, just do it. we'll just do it. No, but like, there's legal precedent. We can't just like turn out like you know the appellate court screw it i mean that literally seems to be the deal because i mean as much as horrible as it is someone described this to me and, go, I, and i don't know if it's fair i'm like I, legally it does it seems like it can't just lie you know give someone immunity and then just charge them or something it's like crazy i mean it's crazy to give them immunity but it's also like it seems crazy that, like, that no one thought of this it must have just been screw it let's just who's gonna who's gonna vote to overturn the, the, the greatest you know, the, the, the conviction of the greatest rapist of all time. What 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 ballsy judge would do that? Maybe it was the same judge who gave him the thing in the first place. Maybe he wormed he, he gave him that deal and then he was like, Don't worry, Bill, when he goes when he's going to jail, come to see him. Don't worry, I'm gonna get you I'm gonna become a ju- appellate judge and we're gonna get you because you know they can't they can't you're the ghost dad's the reason I'm a judge. I can't let this fly. This is insane. And so, Bill Cosby is out of jail now. I mean, he's 80, what, three? He's an old man. So, I mean, he can't rape that many people, probably. Hopefully. But he never, you never know. I mean, with, with, with technology the way it is, uh, and his means, I mean, he, he could be like rape Batman. The, the, the Batman of rape. I mean, he is. I mean, that's basically what he was. He's a rich guy, a famous guy, a playboy, if you will. Uh, everyone knows, okay, like everyone basically probably, in, re- in real life, everyone knows Batman's Bruce Wayne, and in real life, everyone knows that he's the rape, the rape guy, the, rape, the alleged rape king, the alleged king of all rapists. Uh, and now he's out, and you think, well, he's not going to do it again. I'm, I'm, I, I do not subscribe to that kind of logic at all. I definitely uh, am of the opinion that people... I mean, look, is he go? I can't prove he's going to. I don't know if he's going to, but the fact that, like, he's, like, I mean, if anything, he, he might have been sitting there, you know, during the pandemic going, I can't believe him they're going to rape again. That's, I mean, that's the, the, the thing that really sticks in your craw. You know, he's, he's someone told him about uh, some kid dying, his kid. That's sad. But, you know, it really gets me, gets me moved to almost, almost a tear. They'll never rape again. And uh, now you've let him loose. And so who knows what's going to happen? I mean, um, he might just start, like, you know, do mayhem. Like, just, you know, just running through the streets with a, with a, with a you know, in a, in a jello, dressed like a jello jiggler, shooting people and then raping their bodies, dead bodies, dying bodies. Who knows? Uh, this, he, he's basically the Joker now. I mean, because O.J. Simpson never got convicted of that. He went to jail was for like getting his memorabilia back. So, uh, who else is the most famous guy? I mean, the other famous people are like, well, stayed in prison, right? Like, you know, who's that guy? Uh, the guy who played Kojak, right? He he shot his wife, and then Phil Spector. Did he get off? I think he finally went to jail. Uh, Chris Benoit killed himself. Who's the most? I mean, uh, he, him and OJ, and but he's that he, he he is basically. Uh, been let out in a technicality, but was convicted. So he's the Joker. OJ's not the Joker. OJ's like uh, 
the Riddler. He's a funny guy. So I don't know. We're gonna look. You know, you wish there was Batman. You wish there was a Batman to fight. Who who would be the Batman? Hannibal Burris. I mean, he's the guy who started this thing, right? Hannibal Burris was the comic, still a comic, but he was he. he I think he he was uh, talking about it a lot in general. And he's like, you know, because Bill Cosby was always talking about the black community or whatever. Black young black men need to, you know, I mean, it's not new. Ground them covering, but you know, he's not, they need to um, take responsibility and stop acting a fool, whatever. And like, you know, so how like, you, know, you tell you always tell him black guy to pull that pants up, pull that pants up, you're a rapist. And then he was telling his joke, I guess, and, and it spread. And I tried to do uh, the same thing uh, with a lot of people over the years. I've tried to pull that off, and I, you know, I've never been, I mean, whether or not they did it or not, and I've never been able to get someone, um, brought down with the courts. I, that's my, I mean, I, I just love, my, for this podcast, I would just love to one day bring someone down with my uh, humor and my wit. So, there's no, there's no both. I mean, is there a connection between Rumsfeld? What is that noise? What is going on? Is there a thunderstorm? I think it's raining outside. Well, I'm professional, so I'll move on. I'm inside. It doesn't matter. But um, was Rumsfeld connected? I mean, Rumsfeld's sitting around somewhere in his uh, bunker, and they come to him, the, the, the Illuminati, the, the reptiles, the deep state, and they say, hey, Donnie, Donnie boy, we have one more mission for you. We have one more uh, thing we want you to not fuck up, and you never fuck up. You never let us down, Donald Rumsfeld. You've always been our, our greatest soldier. We want you to get the king of rapes out of jail. We want you to get the... I mean, I, look, you did 9-11. You did uh, the torture. You did Abu Ghraib. You did, all, you did all, all the things. Wouldn't you like to go meet, your, meet the Grim Reaper knowing that you got the king of all rapes out of prison and they, and they brought him in they said, we, 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 we have a, this is, you don't come back from this mission. This is a one-way mission. And uh, he had to go, I don't know, like forge a bunch of documents or like just sh- sh- rape a bunch of women. I don't, know, I don't know how the Illuminati works, all right? Like, you know, I'm not saying, uh, but Rumsfeld, it's like The Rock, basically. It's like, you know, Donald, Donald Rumsfeld is Sean Connery in The Rock. He has to go plant some documents in the DA's office. And then uh, I don't know why he has to die. He shot himself, probably. If you look at Rumsfeld's, you know, autopsy, he's probably got like a big bullet, self-inflicted bullet wound in his face, which he gave himself right at, knowing that he fucking saved the rape, the rape king of all, of all rapes. So. Is it, a, is it a beautiful ending? I mean, does that make it better? I don't know. It, it, it does seem like a nice, they're probably friends, Rumsfeld and, and Cosby. I mean, Cosby, I mean, at this point, if you're going to do 9-11, aren't you going to call the rape king? You're going to kill Kennedy, you're going to call the rape I mean, I don't know if he was, if he was active when, you know, by the, time, when, by the time I killed Kennedy, I don't know if Cosby was, like, full-on, um, you know, massive rape, rape, uh, rape Batman, rape Joker. But, I mean, you know, by the time 9-11 happened, you're calling him in. You're calling in Cosby and saying, hey, Here's our plan. We're going to fly two planes in the towers, 
playing the Pentagon. It's really a missile. Yada, yada, yada. What can you do? And he goes, I can rape some women on the day. And we go, I don't know if that helps, but sure. And so he was, that's how he was part of 9 11. Um, you know, and, and honestly, as, as, as disconnected as that seems, it probably wouldn't have gotten pulled off. There's, there's karmic energy here, right? There's cosmic forces at play. And, uh, you know, who knows what kind of world events were shaped by the rapes of Bill Cosby? I mean, the Grenada, uh, Panama, we're playing, you know, Noriega, all that shit. Uh, the AIDS crisis, uh, COVID even. I mean, was COVID, a, COVID might have been a spot. Honestly, now I think about it, COVID, you know, Cosby might be a rape magician. And he might have fucking, you know, in jail, been like, hey, look, I, I, could, I, I, gave you, I, I made COVID happen. You got to let me out of jail or you get another pandemic. And when, you know, we, 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 we got a Delta variant. You know, we, we, we got through the first one. We're not, we're not, we're not letting the king of all rapes out of jail just because, you know, something, you know, what was it, the flu? Because it's back in like last March. Remember, I, I, you know, I was like, oh, it's like the flu, but a little worse. It's like, oh, was it the flu? Well, we'll take our chances, king of all rapes. And he goes, not like the flu. And then you see, it was a pandemic. And then we, but we made the vaccine and we got through it. And then he's like, oh, you still not going to let me out? And like, no, he's a Delta variant. And like, oh, we can't fuck with that. And that's what, you know, he made a deal. I, 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 can I prove that? Probably. If I, if I went to the library, I could probably prove it. Just saying. I mean, there's known unknowns and there's unknown knowns. The unknown unknown is whether or not Bill Cosby created COVID with his rape magic and used it to leverage himself out of prison. It's an unknown unknown, as Rumsfeld would say. So, uh, I guess he's going to go back to the Cosby show. They're going to reboot that. Him and, him and Roseanne are going to make a, a – is he going to go – is he going to go on Oprah with Meghan Markle and, like, you know, Prince Harry? Is he going to join – was it Archie Con? Archie Well? Is, if Bill Cosby is – mark my word – I'm gonna put if I I want to go on these betting apps. I need to get one of these betting apps as a sponsor, and they can you know. And I want to do a parlay bet about whether or not Bill Cosby ends up on the board of directors of Archie Well, the uh, charity that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry uh, operate with uh, Oprah Winfrey and Rumsfeld's uh, robot robots uh specter or whatever you know whatever, whatever weird robot vessel Rumsfeld is now occupying because. You know, corporeal form has been uh, sacrificed to let Cosby out of jail. Uh, it's a heat wave. We're moving on. It's a transition. It's a heat wave. Uh, all throughout the West Coast, they're calling it global warming. Uh, who am I to say otherwise? I mean, again, is that rape? Is it rape magic? Anything can be rape magic. That's the problem. Is this going to be hard to monetize this episode? Perhaps. Uh,. But I don't know what's what's causing all this stuff. People are really uh, uncomfortable. It's very humid out. I you know I try to stay inside, um, but it's very hot out. And then people are getting you know sunstroke. People are killing their kids. I saw a bunch of articles about people killing their kids. It's one I don't know if it's related to the heat. There's one mother you know killed three kids and then tried to kill herself. How do you kill three kids and not be able to kill yourself? That's got to be embarrassing, right? I don't have the article in front of me. But I don't want to start reading out names anyway. 
about this. It's tragic. But I mean, like you suffocate three children and and you try to kill yourself. That's gotta feel dumb. That can't. I mean, you gotta real feel like a real fuck up. Like you know, I mean, what what's more, is it better to not kill your kids? I mean, probably, probably. I mean, that's the thing. Killing yourself, you feel dumb if you don't pull it off. But you're killing your kids, and like I don't know, it's just it seems like I. you should have maybe like you know uh, set up some kind of weird uh, harness with a, with a blade or something, some kind of weird device, blowing yourself up. It's just gotta be so. You know, now you're sitting there, and the kids are dead the whole time. So what, you're just sitting around like I tried to kill myself. Do you wake up and like the cops are there? Maybe that's what happened. I feel like the, I feel like it was just the, you have plenty of time to kill yourself. Do you just, you, you just kind of like lose lose the passion for it? Maybe. But uh, it's a heat wave. Speaking of that, it's a heat wave. Uh, kids are dying, and, you know, people are dying at the beach. They're dying, you know, in, in, in the middle of a parking lot at 7 Eleven because they can't get their big gulps because it's too hot. I got a screeching alert in my phone uh, about conserving energy, which I won't. They go to hell. Uh, if, 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 you know, we're all being a blackout together. And they'll come, and they'll, and, they'll, and, they'll, and they'll come from my body, and they'll beat me, and they'll bite me, and they'll, and they'll shower me with knives. But I'm not, I'm not turning my AC off. I'm not turning off the lights around my Batman figures. And I'm not turning off uh, the toilet light, which I have on for no reason. I brought a toilet light, and I put it in there. It's colored lights now in the toilet. Uh, and, you know, it's, just, it's, it's luxurious, and I'm not turning it off. I don't care how many... Uh, Bill Cosby disciples come to my apartment, break down the doors, and say, the night of rapes is back. This is the night of all rapes, and we're here to rape you on, on, the, on the orders of Bill Cosby. I, I won't regret a thing. My Batmans need their lights. Speaking of which, we have a seg- recurring segment. This is the we, where we do a different... I've, I've been filling my depressed hole with Batman toys. Um, so every week we feature a new Batman toy. This uh, last week we did the Flashpoint Batman, if you remember, which was the Thomas Wayne. Uh, instead, of, instead of Thomas Wayne dying, in, you know, in, in the arms of his son, his son died, and so he became Batman. Does not make sense? But it's great. He was a great Batman. We all love him. This is the White Knight Batman. Now, White Knight is a comic that came out a few years back uh, about the Joker. Becoming going straight basically just a f- fuck with Batman, which is great. He's like, I'm you, I'm so bored having a fucking fight. You, you these tricks, do all these little tricks to you know to get you and and killing you know shooting your your, your back girl in the head, and doing and doing all these things, skinning, killing your robins. Uh, you know, you, and cause what happens is it starts out. This is the White Knight Batman. This is the red variant, I guess. This is from Target. I I got it because it was Target. I had bunch. I bought a bunch of stuff at Target over the, a bunch of Dr Pepper and Diet Coke all over the pandemic, and they give you these rewards points, right? But you can't use them on the same day delivery, which I get for the soda. And that's all I use Target for, really. So soda and toilet paper and, and paper towels. So I had this money accumulated in my Target account, uh, and I used it to buy the White Knight Batman Red variant. Um, it's not really red in the comics. I think it's just Target wanted to make it red, but it's not even red. It's like really more of a weird brownie orange. 
But he starts out the comic. He, he's, he's chasing Joker down uh, on uh, over rooftops, driving on rooftops of his crazy Batmobile. And he gets the, the Joker pinned down in a warehouse. And there's a bunch of pills there. I think he's trying to steal pills. And he starts beating Joker and just shoving pills down his throat like, you scumbag motherfucker. And uh, the pills end up, you know, making him less crazy. They work. But, I mean, you know, regardless, you know, you can't just go shoving pills down a criminal's, even if you're a Batman. Um, and so Joker kind of, you know, uses this as, as, a, as, a, as a launching point to go after police corruption and Batman corruption, more to it, and the corruption of Batman, um, which is a little bit of a, I mean, honestly, I read a lot of Batman comics. To be fair, Batman is, you know, it's not, it's a one-off. It's not really canon, I don't think, because I don't think Batman, as, as brutal as he can be, I've never see, ever seen him before shove pills, random pills down someone's throat. It's not really his MO. I mean, the guy who doesn't use a gun, uh, because, you know, it's, it's, he doesn't want to kill people because he's ethos. I don't think he's like, I won't use a gun, but I'll shove a bunch of fucking uh, Klonopin down some child's mouth. That's fine. I'm Batman. Um, regardless, it's a great comic. It's a cool figure. He's a, he's, he's a white knight Batman. Um, you should definitely read, you know, Joker, Batman, white knight. Um, enjoy it. Uh, what else is going on? So we have... Okay, so speaking of Target, when you know what I previously purchased with these points months ago? A trimmer to cut my hair, which is nice. That's why my hair is always, you know, nice and, 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 and uh, evenly cut. Now it's my beard, and my, I, I learned to cut my hair with the, with the hair trimmer. It's lovely. And what happens? Apparently, the last time I was cutting my hair, I, I must have been drunk, and I must have thrown the trimmer onto the bathroom floor, pissed all over it, uh, started kicking it, because I got to use it today, or yesterday, really, and uh, it was, you know, it's busted. I can't, I can't get the goddamn thing to work. It's not connecting to the stupid thing. I'm supposed to go on vacation with my girlfriend's family, uh, and, they, they, and they're going to see me all scruffy. I got to do the podcast. They're going to be all scruffy. That's no good. It's a problem, right? So what do I do? Well, what else did I purchase recently? I, if you were listening to the Patreon, you heard me talking about all the new soaps that I bought. Now, I bought the Dr. Squatch soap, which you might have seen on YouTube. Maybe it shows up on this YouTube video. Who knows? Uh, the man's the man scent soap. Uh, I also bought a bunch, uh, what's called Soldier Soap, uh, which is a bunch of soaps like uh, Air Force Sky and, and Army Battlefield, which is but they're made of real fat, I guess. They're, they're good soaps. But whatever, the man's man soaps are manly smells. They smell like guns and blood and just, you know, fucking sex with men, whatever. It's just, you know, men having sex with women or men, doesn't matter. Uh, come, just manly smells. Uh, but what I didn't tell the Patreon was I also bought a nice new ball trimmer. A, um, I guess what was the, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to name because they don't advertise on it, but I bought one of those crazy... Uh, it was crazy, uh, what do they call it? Manscaped. The Manscaped. I bought the Lawnmower Landscape. They don't advertise with me, but here I bought one because I was feeling like a, I, I wanted to treat myself. I bought a goddamn $100 Manscaped trimmer. So I cut my, because I've tried to trim my balls 
and gotten bloody balls, all right? I don't, again, this should be an advertisement. Why aren't they advertising? My balls bleed when I don't use their product, but they won't give me money. They want to give money to some podcast about, you know, hey, you, you know, what, we're going to tell you what happens when, you know, how, do you, how does the sun work? That's a podcast hosted by uh, Norm from Cheers. Or, you know, or the fucking the third guy from Scrubs does a podcast about, like, you know, weird Western European torture uh, history. Hosted by, you know, the, the guy from Dr. Cox from Scrubs. But I, you know, and I'll give him all the money. And he'll go, he'll go, what? Well, he's sitting there going ball trimming. You could tell he doesn't trim his balls. Someone trims them for him, right? He's got some kind of Hollywood masseuse who, sh- bite, who puts his ball, his balls in their mouth and just, and, and they have sharp teeth and they just gnash. And it's very nice. It's very, it's, it's, it's soothing, it's massaging. And, and that's how he trims his balls. Meanwhile, I'm telling you, if I didn't use this ball product, my balls were bleeding. So I got a nice ball trimmer. And so you see where this is going. I had to cut my hair. It had to be done, right? I was looking scruffy. I was looking like a mess. So I I go, this thing's busted. I can't, I'm leaving the next day. I can't just get a new trimmer uh, from, you know, Target. I use all the money to buy a Batman. All that, all that, all that target money. So I, I said, I'll use the ball trimmer. And I, not recommended. Recommended for the balls. Works great for the balls. It left divots all over my head. Because so I was using, I mean, I had used it on my balls and my asshole. Um, which is like, whatever. I mean, I can wash my head. What do you think? I'm like, oh, what is, this thing's touched your asshole and now it's touching your head? Yeah, it's called soap. I got plenty of it. All right? Don't give me shit. But uh, it left divots all over my head. It's, uh... again, they never said, I never heard Bill Nye, the science guy, promoting the Manscaped trimmer saying, and use this on your head. Hey, you know, once you're done with your balls, here's what you do. You shave your balls. Shave your balls and your dick, the shaft of your dick, and inside your asshole. And then, I want, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take this ball trimmer you, that uh, you just bought and then shove it in your face. Shove it in your face, cut your beard. And then uh, look at, you know, he never, no one ever told me that. But I was in a pinch, I was in a jam. I thought I was doing the right thing. Um, and so my hair, I mean, I wear hats anyway. Uh, but if I have to get in a situation with, with, with the family now, my girlfriend's family, and they see, and then I have to take my hat off, which I'm going to try not to. They're gonna, they, I'm going to take my hat off, and they're going to see divots. And what am I going to say? I mean, I got to tell them about the ball trimmer. Because it's worse otherwise. I mean, at least a ball trimmer, you can make that a fun story. You can say, look, we've all been there. You're shaving your balls. It, it feels fantastic. You're a little drunk. You, you, you smoked a little You smoked a little bit of weed. You smoked a little bit of fucking other thing, you know, meth, maybe. You get a little Adderall mixed with some, you know how it goes, you know, mother-in-law or whatever. Grandmama. Talking to her grandmama about this. You know how it goes, right? You, you, you and, and then you, you get a little divot in your head because you, you tried to trim your hair. That sounds better than, like, I'm a moron who, like, used a regular trimmer and couldn't pull it off. Because at least like, the ball trimmer doesn't come with, like, four-inch guards. It comes with like, a little guard that just prevents you from cutting your dick. But, you know, it, it doesn't allow you to, like, you know, keep a, a certain amount of hair and not trim the rest of it. Are we, are we getting the point here? Are we getting the picture?
So that's why my head is full of divots. You don't notice probably. But uh yeah, maybe on the Hump Dump episode this month I'll 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 show my divoted head. Uh like a like a carny. Uh speaking of well not speaking of that at all. Moving on completely. What's going on with this condo collapse? A condo has collapsed in Florida. And they keep telling me in the news that apparently that, you know, they found another dead body, right? This condo collapsed, what, four days ago? I didn't pay attention at first. That's how just, you know, kind of grizzled and jaded I am. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm buying Batman toys online. And it pops up and it says, hey, a condo has collapsed in Florida. And I say, another day, another dollar. That's where my initial thing. When 9-11 happened, I was basically like that. I was, you know... I was, someone was like a plane hit the twin tower. Like, oh, that's sad. That's that's a shame. Because I assumed it was you know, it was some, some guy in a, in a little whirly bird, and he crashed. Whatever. My point is like, I've never been one to start you know, like Donald Rumsfeld getting theatrical in in, in, in big moments and start going. We gotta help these people. That's not who I. I'm not Donnie. All right. Ooh, we gotta get, look, come on, boys. Let's put out this fire. That's not who I am. So I didn't. I didn't really pay attention at first, and then. But as the days go on, you can, it's hard to ignore uh, the constant, hey, we found another body, and there's 150 people still missing. And I keep, I, I keep scouring these articles because I'm curious, because they say we, you know, we're still looking for survivors, which, like, God bless you. I mean, this is a tragic event, and it's very sad. And, you know, if you, you know anyone involved, my heart goes out to you. But the way they you know, cover these events, I mean, just tell me, like, have you found anyone yet? I'm pretty sure they haven't. But, like, you know, it's just they leave you, they kind of keep, like, leaving you. They want you to, like, to kind of be curious. That's the point. They want to go, hey, we're st- we, got we got 150 more people to go, so uh, why don't you stay tuned? And they guys have a death clock going to, like, the 150 or 170 or whatever. It seems barbaric. It seems like you, like, like they're just relishing, like, they're savoring everybody. How about you just don't talk to me? I mean, look, the people who need to know are, are looking into this. And I'm not saying keep it off my plate. I'll cry all week. I'll do my novenas for the people in the condos. But it seems perverse to have to like to to be doing like a like a Cosby uh, show style uh, extravaganza for every body they find. They go well. That's well. That's one more. But that's one out of even like, the lotto numbers. Like the ball pops up, and that's one out of one hundred and fifty. That's this one's dead. That's dead. So. uh but that means the odds of finding a live one don't change. I mean, you, know, you think it goes up. It doesn't go up. It goes down, maybe. I don't know if they're going to find anyone. Maybe they do. It just seems like a prefer. I mean, who is responsible? Apparently, they, you know, they're, they're trying to blame people. I mean, maybe, was, maybe this was related to Cosby and Rumsfeld. Maybe this was a diversion. People were paying attention to the condo. And who and like that's the thing. Like they they, they bring Donnie in, the, the agent Donald Rumsfeld, into the the, the secret Pentagon, uh, in Delaware. And they go, we got we got this mission, and it's the best. It's, it's, it's like apocalypse now. It's, you won't want another mission after this. And you'll be dead. You'll be dead. So it doesn't matter if you do. And he goes, well, what's the mission? It's called. Well, I can't do. It. I can't get into the DA's office and forge these papers and uh, and, and shoot myself in the chest. Um, it can't be done. He goes, no, oh, we have a diversion. We're going we're gonna to blow up this condo. And people are going to be paying attention to that. 
and no one's going to be looking at the DA's office. And he goes, that's brilliant. I wish I thought of that on 9-11. And they go, you did. Like, I know. And then they laugh. Um, and, this, and this person who's talking to him is, uh, I don't know, Saddam Hussein, who's still alive. Saddam Hussein is actually Donald Rumsfeld's handler, not the other way around. He's the guy. So he's, you know, he's sitting around in, in, in the Delaware Pentagon handing out missions to guys like Rumsfeld and Cheney. Um, Cheney's the one who got OJ out, but he didn't have to kill himself. But, you know, good for, good for them. Good for them. Um, do I think it's worth it? No. I, 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 if you ask me, I don't think that they should have collapsed a condo to distract and kill 150 people or more just to make a diversion to get Bill Cosby out of jail. I don't agree with this. I'm not, I, don't, I want that to be very clear. I'm just speculating uh, intelligently. What's the word? Like uh, we give an intelligent guess, right? An educated guess is what I'm giving. Um, but no, I don't advocate for this. It's not, no, I'm, I'm not running my campaign for mayor on this. Uh, it's sad. It really is sad. I mean, look, if the, the, there are probably other ways to get Cosby out of jail without killing another 175 people. They didn't need to. Um, there's kids that were dead in that thing. Kids. You didn't have to kill kids to get, you know, you could have just, you know, broken into the prison. I mean, that's the one thing. Rumsfeld was too old. I mean, if it was 20 years ago, maybe Rumsfeld breaks into prison, kills all the guards, and then, you know, finds Bill Cosby and says, you know, he's like, I'm escorting precious cargo, and they escaped the prison together. But uh, he was too old to pull that off, so they had to blow up a condo, and it's sad. Um... What else? Britney Spears is in the news um, because apparently, I mean, I, I don't know how much news there needs to be about this. We, we talked about this, you know, a, few, a month or two back on the podcast. We watched a dumb documentary with all these, you know, stupid, you know, um, paparazzi going like, oh, we didn't, we, we just wanted to, you know, see what was up with her. We just wanted to invade her privacy for like, you know, five minutes, uh, Ask her about a you know dead kid or whatever the fuck, and then and and, and send her you know trigger her into a, a mental breakdown and then leave, and she makes a big deal about it. Um, I mean, I don't like I'm not that sympathetic to Britney Spears. I mean, I am. It's, it's just a person. Stop it. Uh, handle your fame better. I'll say that. You know, if you if you have the money and the fame, just handle it better. There's no. It's kind of like you say about the NBA. And we watch the NBA playoffs, and it's like, you know, Kevin Durant. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not used. He's a tremendous talent, Kevin Durant. I'm not a fan of his. He's a guy. He's always. If you don't follow basketball, you might remember he's the one with the burner phones. Um, he's always clapping back of his burner phone. Sometimes he gets caught because he gets to switch the accounts, I guess. And uh, he go like he'll respond to random people on Twitter going like, "I actually, he's the best player of all time." Stop giving you know. I I disagree. I think Kevin Durant's the best. Um, and you know he's whatever he got he got to think of Scottie Pippen because Scottie Pippen you know was critiquing his game and he said, weren't you the asshole who fucking didn't uh, who d- didn't want to go back in the, in the into some play in the, in the finals because you know your coach didn't let you take the shot and he, and, he, and like well it's just really petty point is uh what was I talking about oh Britney Spears yeah my point is he didn't they, they were in a game seven situation with the Nets he had this, he built a super team with Kyrie Irving and James Harding. And they were, and, and they got Blake Griffin. And if you don't know these names, they're big names, some bigger than others, but very big name, very big super team. And they both those guys got injured, and uh, 
He was left in. He, look, he did some tremendous feats. He scored like forty nine points and fifty points, but he didn't win. And he lost in the, in the very the last minute. He uh, he, they could have won, but he got he got his foot on the line, and they had to go to overtime because the shot he made was only a two point shot. And you know what you say to that? You should have gotten it done. Now, like, I got into the matter. My point is, I, I, I can't sit here and start going like litigating what a tremendous basketball boy, you know, could have, would have, should have done. And the same thing with Britney Spears. Just don't, you know, Britney, I mean, you're great. It's sad what they're doing to you, but, you know, my general stance is like, you know, don't keep it together uh, if you got the money. Like, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like you, you can't expect the peasants. To like you know start worrying about what some guy who's giving like you know they're gonna give you two hundred million dollars now it's like oh I hope you hope hope you hope you also win the championship like I don't care I mean I hope you do but like so the point of Britney Spears but I care like why I don't understand why the government's keeping her they let people just like I mean L A and other cities around the country just roam the streets with knives and and, and, and hopefully high on drugs or just or just completely out of it. Uh, setting up camp and, and anything, in a school, and in a, in a field, anywhere. Like I don't, but Britney Spears can't be trusted to live in a mansion by herself. Like, what is she gonna do? Like, walk around with a knife? Maybe, but like that's legal apparently. That's my point. I'm not one of these people who's all like, oh, the homeless scourge and this and that. I get it. It's a complicated thing. There's a mental health crisis, and then there's no jobs, and there's no like the economy, and all this. Shit. I get it, but we but we act a certain way about it, right? We go, you well, you can't, you know, the people who try to keep them out of parks, the, the parks that your kids want to play in, or or, or evil monsters. Um, I think they can be callous sometimes, but I think in general, it's like, yeah, look, there's got to be some kind of. The answer can't be do nothing. I don't know what the answer is exactly, but it can't just be do nothing. But that's the answer a lot of people give. And that, but these same forces say Britney Spears is somehow, if we let her live on her own, she will uh, somehow create like a, a, a temporal force that lets the great rapist Bill Cosby out of jail, for instance. But that's already been done. I mean, if, you're, if your plan was to keep Britney Spears in house arrest, or whatever you call it, conservatorship, to, to keep as almost like a seal uh, to keep Bill Cosby under wraps, well, it didn't work. So I don't know to tell you. Um, but she's in the news. I'm not sure what she's in the news for. She's in the news. She went to her, the court appearance, and she, you know, she sounded off on the judge. And I don't know if the judge, and now the, the dad is going after the some woman who's involved with the conservatorship, this Jamie Lynn Spears guy. I mean, someone just give her a gun. Why, why is no, you tell me all these fans, why do one of these fans break her out? All all these podcasts, you, look, I'm telling you, if I started a podcast about someone famous and they were being kept against their will, I mean, you realize how quickly I would learn, you know, tactics in the area and, and, and maneuver to be the person that freed. Imagine, if I, I don't, like I said, like I feel bad for Britney Spears, but I'm not like particularly invested in, in, her, in her situation. But like imagine if I was like the greatest Britney Spears fan. I was like, I was in love with Britney Spears. And, I, and then she's being kept against her will. And I'm just going to sit around doing nothing? I'm just going to sit around watch, starting a podcast? I'm breaking her out. I'm scaling the walls. 
I'm 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 going to be Batman. I'm, I'm turning myself into Batman and I'm breaking it around. What are these people doing? It's this do nothing generation. This generation of like, oh, we love you. We love you so much. We can't. We're here for you. Break her out of prison. Get her out of there. You know? Am I crazy here? Am I the one that's am I the one that's wrong? Because I'm saying like use physical force to like save her. I mean, we're sitting there like it's it's like you're watching that movie Room. That movie Room with uh, what's her name, the Captain Marvel girl, Blake Lively, Brie Larson, where she's kept in that room with with her kid, and the guy's kidnapped her. It's like we're all just watching that. Like it's it's as if that was like in the museum, and we're just watching her, and we're going like that's sad. Maybe I should break. Maybe that'd be good for the podcast. I mean, that sounds cynical, but I mean, like, what does she care? If I'm breaking her out, what does she care if it's cynical or not? Because none of you are doing anything. I'm going to look into this. Because, you know, honestly, this generation, you're all just, it's a lot of posing, a lot of posing going on. Posers. So, uh, I don't want to say too much more because, you know, I got to keep operational uh, discretion. Probably not going to do anything. Oh, yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, if this was... Uh, if it was, you know, if it was, was a uh, many more being kept, you know, hmm. I used to, I used to like many more. I didn't have her albums or anything, but you know, thought she, she thought she was nice. She sang like a bird. For Britney Spears, I mean, yeah. But someone out there should, right? I mean, like, like that's not Mandy. I'll be here for Mandy Moore, but someone else pick up the slack on this one. All right, someone save this woman. Right, so this has been great. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can sign up for the Patreon. You get an extra episode every week. Uh, follow the link in the description. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Comp. Uh, enjoy. We'll have the Patreon coming uh, soon. Uh, this you know this week, a couple days. So tune in. Uh, have a great day.